Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to Real Talk, Real Truth, episode number half of 10, or 10 divided by 2, or 2 plus 3, or 2 plus 2 plus 1. That's right, episode number How's everybody doing today, man? We are back. It is the Real Talk, Real Truth cast. Um, yeah, so, um, you know, um, I, I'm going to be real with you guys. You know, um, I did put an announcement out a couple days ago. <sighs> yes, it's been two weeks. You know, took a little bit of a hiatus. You know, we had school. We had this, that, and the others, you know. But don't worry. You know, we still we still kept up with our Bible. We still kept up with our prayers. But, you know, just letting you know, we missed y'all, boys. We missed every single one of you guys. We're happy to be back. And, um just you know give you a little update but you know today's gonna be a good one i'm just gonna be honest with you before we hop in um just give a little check-in with chrissy poo or chris sorry um and then um we have the reading for the day you guys doing man i'm chilling right now i'm chilling shoot uh i know most of y'all are are are, are in school right now how y'all feeling how y'all feeling uh that it's, it's it's christmas break now shoot i know i'm relieved i finished with all a's guys bruh and funny story about that, bro. I was so stressed. I had an F in one class. And I was like, God, take the wheel. And he took it, bro. And I, I finished with, with good grades. I'm I'm feeling good. What about you, Hector? How how you feeling about uh Christmas break so far? Man, I'm feeling great, man. I needed it. There's nothing that I needed more right now just to take a little mental reset, take some time just to not do any work, not to do anything, kind of just um, just relock in, you know, recalibrate. You know, I got to add a recalibrate, boys. That's what, you know, today's episode is going to be about. We're going to we're going to hop right in, but we're going to be real today, man. You know, you know, real talk, real truth. We're going to keep it real. Today's only going to get realer. Oh, yeah. So um, today's uh, reading is going to be a very, very, very good one today. and then I'll let you, I'll get into it. It is Romans chapter five, verses one through five. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him, we have also obtained access by faith into his grace in which we stand and we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance and endurance produces character and character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. And I thought thought really hard about that one. You know, I, we, I, today's episode, I really wanted to speak about um, suffering, troubling, anything, anything that has to do with something you know not 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 being a uh, a okay something that that maybe just isn't normal or just you know pain hurt sadness betrayal any of those things and um i did i I've, I've been i've been you know nagging chris a little bit to just hey bro please i really got to get something off my chest i really got to speak today i really got to i really got to Get, get out to you guys and you're like man why are we why are we talking about suffering why are we, why are we talking about um failure because it's very important and, and in the reading uh let me go back let me go back to it and, re- and reiterate it real quick I'm, I'm not gonna you know read the whole thing again but i'm going to speak on something that really really stuck out to me it was not only that 
but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance. And endurance produces character, and character produces hope. So in our suffering, it is a kind of preparation. In our suffering, it is it is a kind of character development aspect. And 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 when we suffer, um and we, we, we not only suffer for Christ, but we but we but we but we, we get we have to have that that joy because we are suffering. Because why? That leads us to growth. And and the growth is the endurance, being able to to to, to be stronger during those sufferings. And and have that faith in those in those sufferings, and and that helps us helps us grow, helps us be stronger. And not only that, the then then what's next? The tests are going to be stronger because the more you get in depth, it's not going to get easier. But the stronger you become in faith, and you need to have you need to look at let's say a perspective. The 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 suffering is like oh this is good. This is a good season of my life. The season, the season of of trials and tribulation. That means that means you're ready to grow. That mean that means there's something that you, that you need to experience, to learn, to to grow closer to God, and just keep your eyes on God. I agree 100. percent It kind of reminds me of uh, the story of David. Uh, David was a he was a shepherd boy and you would think yeah it's a shepherd boy there's not much to it but not in the bible it states that uh david had to fight lions and wolves with his bare hands and it even led him up to the point where he had to fight a giant about maybe nine feet tall and there's two ways that you could look at it Oh God, why are you punishing me? Like, what is all this for? Or you can be like, God, I trust in you. It must be tiring to fight a lion, a wolf, and even a giant. And yet, the Bible says that it was it was God training David because he was going to be the king. Through David's suffering, he always had hope in God. And because he had hope in God, it built the endurance and it built the it built the perseverance to just continue chasing after God, even in the midst of his uh, his, his suffering. And then you could see in Psalms, it says, uh, I think David is like giving thanks to God. He's like, uh, you're the one who who trains my hands for war. And this whole time through David's suffering, God was training him and then a lot of a lot of you guys might might question man why have the last two you know episodes been you know kind of a little bit of negative connotations it's not but today's episode i really wanted to 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 resonate with you guys whoever's listening because let's be honest for a moment i we we talked about this before we recorded and you know truthfully 
Suffering is something that I really wanted to talk about because why I'm speaking from experience. Um, every single time we've recorded an episode has kind of come out of like, we're uh, like, we're either in a really good headspace. Um, we feel really good. We feel on fire. Um, I'm sorry. I'm saying we, I know sometimes, you know, we, Chris, Chris and I will feel the exact same thing all the time. But for me, in this case, I was definitely struggling and I definitely felt like I was losing my focus and opening doors that have already been closed. For, for that, you suffer, you feel a little bit of pain, and I'll be honest, I did. And I really wanted to connect with the people reading this because, you know, we tell you like, oh, you do that. You have to do this or we're coming at you with with a lot of of gratitude or really, really positive energy. For me, I'm saying this for you guys as much as I need it myself. Because I'm still struggling with that idea. I'm still I'm still um, honestly still suffering deep inside as much as I don't want to face it. You know, again, progress isn't always linear, but to have that suffering and to change my perspective on it. And, and there's another topic I'll get into later into the episode, which is something that I really want to make everything connect. Um, I have another reading here that really connects to that. It was, um, suffering is a way to meet with Christ on a deeper level. As you face opposition, slander, or worse, you create a space in your life to f- to more fully experience Christ by choosing to suffer for him. You're denying your own desires and sinful nature. Most importantly, by choosing to suffer, you're taking a step to believe that God has something better for you. You have the hope of his glory one day. While your desires promise you joy and fulfillment in the short term, these are fleeting and can't compare to the joy you can experience today in the presence of the Lord, let alone when you're united with him one day. I like that passage. And it kind of had me thinking that I feel as if we as American Christians, we have it a little too easy. I'm saying like there's people in third world countries who are dying. They have absolutely nothing but Jesus and they're willing to sacrifice their lives. And yet, and I actually have a bone with America. I have a bone to pick with American Christians. We are so comfortable. We are afraid to, we are afraid to share the gospel because we're afraid what our friends might say to us. We're afraid of the opinions of other people or or getting canceled. But that's not how we're supposed to live at all. As Christians, we're supposed to have a zeal in us. We're supposed to be radical about our faith. You see the 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 Islamic people, they they pray uh, uh they're so consistent in their prayers, they have a schedule, they do everything in in an orderly fashion, why aren't we like that? I'm speaking to myself too. It's because we haven't tasted the 
the suffering that that's kind of uh supposed that we're supposed to endure we have to step out of our comfort zone and tell people this great news tell them about Jesus Christ cuz how you feel about Jesus Christ it, it would be such a crime for you to keep that away from someone from your neighbor from your friend despite their opinion they can have a totally different opinion but you did your part in telling them and and, he, and even even building off of that just sharing sharing what you know or sharing even just like the feeling or, or, or or the or the or the thoughts or the prayer or the routine, whatever it may be, you're 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 showing love to others by spreading Jesus, by spreading the word, by spreading God. That's that's what we should do for others, but we don't. And as he, as you said about the prayer, um, and and not to endure the suffering, to not like have that reliance on God. We rather figure it out. Um, and we said this before, but figuring out ourselves, like, oh, like I can, you know, I can do this. Like, I, I, I can, I can, I don't need to rely on God for certain things or that kind of stuff like that. But they, you know, people suffer to the point where they just go to God right away. It's, there's no other option. It's just pray, 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 pray. And you know, same thing. I'm speaking to myself as well. Like, you know, we'll have conversations. We'll pray, but it's not nearly. It's not like what I'd like to have. It it also might not even take suffering. It's just being able to open that door up more than twice, three times a day. Whether it's like for food, sleep, or waking up. Let alone, we don't even. You know, not all the time. We won't even like wake up and say thank you. We'll go on our phone or do TikTok. You know, kind of like that. You know, like or just read the bible or spend some time in the morning spend some, like literally any time any chance like that you're free just fill it up with fill it up with god take take that take that chance to spend some time extra time extra doesn't have to be morning night eating it doesn't have to be church it's just any time and i think that's what that's what they you know to get to that point is where you suffer and you're really really suffering you just have that full dependence on god and that takes a lot to finally get to that point. It's like just to know it's one thing is knowing. The second thing is doing. It's like, I need to have that full dependence, but how, how can, how can we have that dependence? No matter what it is. Like literally when you, when you say that, no matter what it is, will will you pray? Will you give thanks? And we've said this before too. Um, I say it out loud just so I can hear it, actually. Sometimes some prayers are better than others, in my opinion, where I go in depth more or, or I, I, I give more of my emotion or I keep it real. And um, it's just being able to open that door during that suffering, knowing that it's dependence and reliance on God. Absolutely. And to go deeper into the suffering aspect, um, suffering doesn't necessarily have to indicate that you have to die. Facts. It, it doesn't, doesn't mean that you have to die. Now, if there's a situation where 
I don't know, somebody's pointing a gun and saying you have to convert, you, you should probably choose Jesus. Do you know what I'm saying? Just be willing to die because Jesus is the way. There's not a, a ending after this life. But to truly suffer is to pick up your cross every day. You might have a battle with smoking. You might have a battle with sex or or whatever it is. You pick up your cross. And you say, you, you tell your flesh, no. You forget about the flesh. And it was it was something that I uh that I heard from someone. They said they said, um, if you don't feed your flesh or if you don't feed your stomach, you become more hungry. But if you don't feed your spirit, you become less hungry. So do do what you will with that information. So I feel like with Christianity, it's it's a not even I feel like it's a it's a it's facts. It's a it's a battle every day. Just like David, he had to fight Goliath. Every day we have a Goliath to fight. We have a giant to fight. We have this this sinful nature that is kind of a part of us and we have to fight it. But there's only one way we could win it. And that's with God. And that's and that's choosing to choosing to to suffer for him, choosing to to love him, choosing God. That's 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 feeding feeding the spirit is is choosing God daily. It's another another relationship analogy. Um love, right? Mm-hmm. Um boyfriend, girlfriend. Love isn't a feeling, you know, you have to choose to love. Choose to love every day. To choice, you know, it's like God gave you free will. He's not going to force you to choose him. Same thing as the boyfriend girlfriend. I'm gonna, you know, they they might not force you, but you choose to love him. You choose you choose God over the flesh, and. And and when you, when you, when you choose to suffer for him it says it says you're you're denying your own desires and sinful nature and then and then what it says here um to believe that god has something better for you and and what you said earlier suffering suffering doesn't mean you know you have to die it's suffering is is letting go sometimes letting go of something that you that you loved letting go of something that you enjoyed whether whether that that you know like an old life, letting go of the the world, letting go of that that worldly desire, or going through a rough time, um, losing a loved one, going going through um, a breakup, um, whatever whatever it may be that may be difficult, whatever that that may bring you suffering, may bring you pain. Choose God. Easier said than done. Trust me. Easier said than done. Same thing with with the relationship. Choose love. Most of them don't work because people don't choose love. People think love is a feeling. You have to choose to love this person daily on the good and the bad. You have to choose God daily, the good and the bad. Not going to 
pretty good. And I think I that. Like, oh, you I like that one. I like that one. You're good. You're good. Shoot. No, go ahead. So, that's it. I think that brings me to uh, Matthew chapter 10, verse 34. It says, uh, Jesus is saying, do not think I came to bring peace on earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. Now, Jesus didn't actually wield the sword. He didn't, you know, he wasn't this great military man. And, you know, he, he wasn't what these people thought the Messiah would be. These people thought that Jesus was going to be this great military man wielding a sword, uh, setting them free from the oppression of Rome. And that's far from it. The sword indicates the truth. It says that in Revelation uh, that that Jesus uh, that a uh, that a sword would be coming out of Jesus's mouth, and that was the truth, not a physical sword coming out of his mouth. Be pretty yeah. cool to see, but <laughs> but but I think I think this brings me to my next point. Like Jesus was not Jesus was not nice; he was kind. And there's a very very big like difference between nice and kind, and people don't truly realize. Being nice means that you're coming into agreement with how someone might be living or how someone might be doing things. And, and, and especially if it's in the sense of living in the flesh. Yeah. But you know, you might be like, well, I don't want to like correct him. I just, you know, I'm just going to be like, I'm just being really nice to him. You're just coming into agreement with that person, but being kind, you could oppose this person and still show respect and love. So, for example, Hector might be slipping up or I might be slipping up. We we always like hold each other accountable. Hey, bro, you shouldn't be you shouldn't be saying this or you shouldn't be doing this. But that's not because, oh, my gosh, I'm trying to be bossy or anything. It comes from a loving aspect. It comes from it's it comes from the sword. Uh, and, and that's the truth. And and. We have to constantly remind each other, no matter what it is, like, hey, like, remember, we're not supposed to be doing this. We're supposed to do the opposite of this because this is what Jesus would would want from us. I I, I want to say that Jesus, he got whipped 39 times. Not many people notice, but Jesus got whipped 39 times. And each of these... Like each whip, each each lash represented a disease that was put on to Jesus, whether that be cancer, whether that be whatever it is, it was put on to Jesus. Then he was forced to walk miles up onto a a mountain, maybe I think it was a mountain. And he was nailed to a cross. He got his beard pulled. He was mocked and ridiculed, and they even played a board game to to see which one, uh, which soldier would get their cloak, uh, his cloak or whatever. If that's not the greatest suffering, Jesus said the greatest suffering that one can endure is dying for a friend. And he said this in the sense that he knew that he was going to die for us. The whole point of Christianity is to suffer, but that suffering is built on love. And far too many of us are living too comfortably to realize this. I mean, like, we'll literally sit here and read the Bible 
And and it's one thing to read the Bible and it's a it's another to actually understand it and put it into play. Okay, so are you a theologian are you or are you a son or daughter of Christ? Build off of Jesus' suffering. And like we said, to, you know, spread Jesus and spread the spread the word and what he did for us. Jesus was and is very, very real. What he said, and, and like you said, correcting us, like, like you correct me, hold me accountable, and I do the same for you. He, he, he spoke to us out of kindness and love, even if it was a, everything was a very real message, a very, very stern message because he loved us because he cares for us. And, and, and a lot of, and truthfully, a lot of people like wanted to hear it, but it's very, very strict. Like, like, um, the salt, the salt of the world. The, the con without context, people may be like, "Oh, you know, this is not very, you know, it's not very, it's not very nice to say." But Jesus kept it real because He loved us. Jesus wanted us to have that that eternal life, and and He sp- He spread that word. He 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 spoke He spoke from the heart. Because, again, he died for us. Because he loved us that much. There's no, there's no greater love than that. <laughs> you gotta think about. It. There's no greater love than that. I think people like really don't understand the value of Christianity. Like, I am actually sick of hearing people disrespect Christianity. And, and a lot of, a lot of you people, like they, like you guys will literally just sit there and listen, won't defend Jesus Christ. Like I literally remember a specific point in my life when I was so heavily persecuted. Like, like you guys will, you guys might sit here and listen to me and be like, oh my gosh, this guy might be a little knowledgeable on the Bible. Like he, he goes Bible a lot. (laughs) But that's because I was kind of forced to. I was so I was persecuted by people who I thought were my friends. And I had no comeback. They were saying that Jesus, this stuff about Christianity is fake and you're you're you gotta relax and you gotta let loose. And I felt so weak. I felt bad because I couldn't defend Jesus. So then every day after school. I would spend hours. I would even think about doing my homework. <laughs> I would spend hours just gathering up information, trying to understand. Then I got the Bible and then I, it took me a minute to start reading the Bible, but I read it and I understood why Jesus did things and why God allowed things for uh, to happen. And I could understand, like I go back and I'm like, dang, I wish I really had this information like way back then when I could just like, because then I would be able to, like, uh, defend Christ better, you know? Instead of saying, well, the Bible tells me so. 
And I, but here's the, here's one thing I got from it though. Though I felt weak at the, at, at that moment in time, I look back and I could, and I'm like, I can never be more glad. I am so glad that I was persecuted for Jesus Christ. And that brings me to Acts chapter five, verse 41. Uh, Peter and the apostles were, were, were telling about Jesus to the people. I think they were like in the temple courts or something. And basically they were, uh, they were presented before the Sanhedrin or the high priest. And they were beaten and they were commanded to not speak about Jesus. And when they departed and they were away from the Sanhedrin and all that, they rejoiced because they were counted worthy of suffering shame for Jesus, his name. They were beaten and they rejoiced. I'm telling you, I'm going to always refer back. There's two sides. There's two ways you you could go about this. Put yourself in Peter's shoes, being beaten for Jesus. Oh, I'm so sick and tired of this. What? I'm over here trying to spread the message and I'm getting beat. Jesus, you're going to let me get beat? Come down here. Put all those people to death. Or you could be like, you know what? I trust in you. And you and I and I can rejoice in Jesus's name. I can rejoice because I was counted worthy of this suffering. And that's the beauty of the gospel. That's the beauty of the lives of these people who are, who are, who are, who, who made it accessible to us now. The gospel accessible to us now. It, it, we don't realize the amount of work, the amount of suffering it took for us to get the passages that we have right now. So, a lot of a lot of you people will look at the Bible, and I'm I'm building off of my point. Like we are you are you a theologian or are you a son or daughter of Christ? It's one thing to read the Bible, but it's another thing to apply it to your life. These 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 apostles and, and these people these these people in the Bible, they risk their lives because of their faith in God. And you mean to tell me that you're afraid? to share the gospel and you're afraid to tell people about Jesus Christ because you're afraid of getting made fun of. To build off of your point with, with the example of was it Peter? A lot of us take that first route. So why are you like why are you allowing this to happen? Like, are you serious right now? Like you said, strike all these people down. There's a lot of us take that anger out on on you during that suffering, not realizing it's coming from you and it's a better there's a better purpose, there's a greater purpose. Take the anger out on you. It's like, why why are you letting this happen? Why like uh, you know, you're you're God, right? You're supposed to you're supposed to to be there for me, you're supposed to help me, you're supposed to you're supposed to guide me. That's a lot of a lot of the frustration takes take, gets taken out on him when when you rejoice in that suffering that that route 
is, you know, significantly better because you have, you have your eyes, you have that trust, you have that belief, that, that belief in the bigger picture, in the plan, in the will of God. You know, God doesn't, you know, just allow things to happen just to, you know, just to do it. There's a reason for it. There's a purpose for it. You know, like you have to have that, to have that patience. And no matter what season you're in, whether it's a season of isolation, the season of season of waiting, season of suffering, whatever it may be, you have to, you know, trust in him. Believe that, that there, that, that the bigger picture in his will is being done. And not only that, you made another point to like to be afraid to to speak to to be afraid to defend and recently I talked to you about this already. I actually had a conversation with about God, Jesus, the Bible with someone that I never thought would be curious about the the relationship with God and it really shows that. It really shows love when you spread what he does, spread what he teaches, spread Jesus, spread God. It it really can open a person's heart. It can change their heart and make them curious, make them spiritually hungry, even if it's just a little bit. Just a little bit is all it takes. It's like, you know, the faith of a mustard seed. Having that conversation with somebody um, was really, really a change of scenery because not, not only just reading the Bible, but speaking about Jesus Talking about that relationship, talking about God, talking about the word really does things, really impacts you, really affects you. Because you feel you feel that love, you feel you feel that you you feel, like really, really, really makes you dig deep. And I don't know, I really don't know how to explain it, but when you share that with others, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> Sorry. All right. I don't know because I I tried to like do like two things there at once, but yeah, um, I tried to talk about both of your things because I liked them both and I wanted to touch on them. Um, so there is another thing that I would like to tie in with suffering. You know, hey, let's let's be real, guys. People, you know, people, people, you know, people aren't always the nicest. Right, people aren't always um, the kindest, or you know, give you that respect sometimes. But there's something else that I really want to tie in with suffering because when you think of suffering, and I also mentioned betrayal earlier, betrayal. Yep. Let me let me let me give you know. Hey, I don't know if you guys know this, but did you know that huh, Jesus was betrayed? Isn't that crazy? 
Isn't that crazy? And he knew it, but he didn't do anything about it. He knew it. So here's what I have. Betrayal isn't usually a part of the recommended route to success. But in Joseph's case, it was essential. His brothers hated him, so they sold him into slavery. Because of this, Joseph ended up in charge of all Egypt and was able to rescue his family from famine. Betrayal was not a part of God's plan for Joseph, by the way. The hardest experience in your life can be tools for God's use. Disappointment can clarify your expectations by stripping away false hopes. Tragedy can work its its painful service to show you the reality of the world that isn't your home. Joseph remained faithful to God during his afflictions until God's timing was complete. In this, Joseph was foreshadowing of Jesus, who also endured betrayal as a part of God's will in order to save his people. I think really? I think the beauty about that that story of of Joseph is because through it all he never put his hope in humanity. Cuz if you put your hope in humanity, you are bound to feel unnecessary suffering. False hopes. False, false hopes, hopes. Disappointment. That's... Like, come on. He was trapped in a well, bro. And they, they, they basically faked his death. Brother, they sold their own brother. What do they you, sold, what do you they, mean? They sold. Come on, bro. And through it all, multiple times in that, in that, in that story, it will say that Joseph found favor with so-and-so because God was with him. The, the 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 important thing to grasp from that story is that Joseph had hope in God. Joseph had put his hope in God. When Jesus Christ had died, he said, unto thee I commend my spirit. His hope was in God, not in humanity. So I think to... to Avoid unnecessary suffering. I think it's important to include God in every single aspect of your life. So when you decide, hey, I'm feeling kind of tired, but I don't don't really feel like reading the Bible. But you read the Bible anyway. That's suffering. That's suffering for God. Because, yeah, you, you, I mean, if you're tired, you know, it probably hurts to stay awake. You know what I'm saying? But you read the Bible anyway. That's crucifying your flesh. You didn't, you didn't want to do it, but you did it. You did it anyway, and that's our, that, that's that's something that's very important. Joseph could have been like, "Ah, screw this, bro!" Like, what? Forget God. Like, like he's the one who made my brothers jealous of me. He's the one who did it. Nah. Even through his suffering, he trusted God. I'm telling you, all these biblical figures, they went through it the worst. They went through it the worst. And we have it easy right now. Specifically, American Christians, we have it easy. You can share the gospel with a simple click of your phone. You can go on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Oh, there's a post about the gospel. 
Share that. Simple. Like, these people had to travel miles to 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 have the the gospel reach like like Paul had to travel to to Greece and and all these different places to get the gospel brought up to these people and Saul endured suffering and there's there's multiple writings about about Saul writing oh my gosh like I'm suffering right now but you know God is with me bait, bait, mad verbatim but is I'm, I'm at a loss for words. Honestly, I just I just think that the Bible is giving us clear indication that this whole thing is about suffering. Like this whole entire book is based off of suffering, and that suffering is based off of love. Agreed. It also says here that betrayal was a part of God's plan for Joseph. Huh. Hey, you guys don't know what's a part of that plan. <laughs> you don't know what's a part of that plan, brother. Hey, women, women, men, and children, you don't know what's a part of that plan. I don't know what's a part of that plan. Chris doesn't know what's a part of that plan. Betrayal, deceit, disappointment, pain, hurt. We don't know what's a part of it. But you know what? God's going to use it for something. He's going he's gonna to use it. It's a tool. He's, it's, 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 it, God, God will find a way to, to transform you, to, 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 to use that to, to benefit you, to, to get you closer to him. And, and, and here, here's a connection. It's, it's also, we also talked to this, uh, about this, um, I think a couple episodes ago, it, you know, during that that betrayal or that or that mistreatment you got got you know as hard as it is you gotta forgive him you got you know you gotta you gotta turn the other cheek man you know like it's not easy but to 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 go out of the way and and to forgive them truthfully and deeply in your heart That's that's the difference. Because you can you can persecute the person. It's like, oh, you betrayed me. What's what's wrong with you? You terrible person. But guess what? We are no better than they are. No one is better than anybody else. Which is why we gotta forgive. Jesus Jesus forgave. Forgive sins on the daily. What what right do we have to hold the grudge against someone who mistreated us, cursed us, slandered our name, did everything that you could possibly do? That reminds me of a, I think it was a parable that Jesus, uh, he taught. He said, he was like, uh, there's this servant who owed his master a great debt, but his master forgave his debt. But yeah. That same servant had a, a servant and that servant owed a great debt. He couldn't pay it off. So that servant had the other servant arrested. When the master heard that his servant had his servant arrested, he released that other servant and put that servant in jail. 
I hope that made sense. Did that make sense? Yes. They released each other and they imprisoned each other and then everybody imprisoned each other and then they just kept lying. I, I no. That's not verbatim. That's not verbatim. I'm sorry, guys. I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's not verbatim. I didn't. Sorry. I, I, I was just, I just know exactly what he's talking about. And I just, I just missed bits and pieces. Cause I am, I'm like reading and preparing for, for, for the, the tie in here. Um, b- building off of, uh, <laughs> what I said last of not holding grudges or yeah, listen, you're, you, I, I get it. You're disappointed. You've been betrayed. You've been disrespected. You, you're, 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 uh, you as a person have been disrespected and spit on, not literally, just figuratively, um, you know, slandered. Your name was drawn through the mud. Your image was just disrupted. You, you, you've been hated on. You've been, you, you've been, you've, you've been cast aside. Like, like you, like you don't matter. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> I had to, like, Hey, Hey, I'm speaking from, I'm speaking from experience guys. Just gonna have to be honest with you. The, the, the craziest things happen. This is why I wanted to talk to you guys about it. You got to let it pass. Brothers, women and children. Just say that I'm using it in general. Sorry. Um, and again, we're, we're, I'm going back to the devotional, guys. The devotional is, is just is helping me build off of this because it also has passages in here. Um, everyone makes mistakes and causes offense. But some men and it's are especially prone to doing this, or they borrow a valuable tool and lose it. Then they inform you that they can't replace it at this time. How do you respond? Hmm. Hopefully you'll let go of minor offenses quickly, but it may be more difficult to forgive large losses, especially if this isn't the first time. Think about three. Three in a 12-month span. But think carefully before you react. You can express your disappointment and calmly let others know how this makes you feel. And you usually should express your emotions, but it's it's not wise to hold a grudge. In Leviticus chapter 19 verse 18 says, "Don't carry a grudge against any of your people." That's not the full thing. It's just I don't know why, but it just, this is just a little bit, I think. "Don't carry a grudge against any of your people." It then goes on to say, "Love your neighbor as yourself." which is the whole reason you shouldn't nurse grudges. God's commandments about love and forgiveness have practical applications in your everyday life and in your workplace. They may not be easy to implement, but they're guaranteed to work. You know, don't don't nurse those grudges. Don't nurse that betrayal. Don't keep feeding into that betrayal. It's like, oh, they did me, they did me terrible. They're a terrible person. They suck. I hate them. All that. No. You know, you got to show love, man. Sounded very hippie-ish. Sorry. You got to show love. <laughs> show show care. Because that's what Jesus would do. What would Jesus do, man? What would he do? Would he get upset and curse at him and say you're a horrible person, you're a liar? No. You forgive. You let it pass. And you trust in God. What is the lesson out of this? What do I need to learn? How do I grow more within you? Pray on it. What other answer can I give you? Pray. Pray. 
Use it. It's an amazing, amazing thing. Don't use it enough. We don't. We don't use it enough. But you let it pass, and you forgive, and you move forward. This too shall pass. And... I think that that ties perfectly into carrying your cross and and the suffering. You might not want to forgive that person. You might not want to at all. But you do it anyway. That's part of crucifying the flesh. Because your heart might be mad at that person. But think about it in this sense. If you don't forgive that person, you're truly just hurting yourself. I feel like Jesus told us to forgive because it also has to do with the person who's not on the wrong side as well. Free your heart from this hate. Free your heart from this anger. Because unnecessary anger or, or not forgiving this person, it just... Like I said, it it brings unnecessary suffering. Kill you. It will literally kill you. It can kill you. So it's important to forgive. And as you forgive the offender or the person who did you dirty or the person who did do you wrong, you are crucifying your flesh. You are picking up your cross. You are doing what Jesus would do. Mm, mm, that didn't hit me until two seconds later i was delayed i'm sorry (laughs) i I really understood what you said i was like dang that was actually real like that's real burrito you got like bro it's just facts you pick up your cross pick that up and it's like man i don't want to forgive these people but i have to not only that it makes you you also pray for them too you pray for them oh yeah go that extra mile go that extra mile you know like the the you know you you might not want to show it to them, but still keep them on your heart, keep them on your mind, for the for forgiveness, for the love. It's how you it's how you crucify your flesh. You choose God. You 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 chose God. You chose Him. You can either you know you can either it's it's kind of like the the speck in your eye, and the log in your eye. I don't know if that's a good one, but I think that is. For me, that's what came to my mind. It's like, you know, you're pointing at someone else and, you know, it's got a little, hey, brother, you can't see. You have a little speck in your eye. Meanwhile, you got a whole log in your own. How are you going to point out what someone else is doing? If you haven't even, you know, acknowledged what you do. You know, it's important to forgive others, but also make sure that, you know, you're self-reflecting as well. Always, always make sure that you can ask God for forgiveness no matter what it is. Clear it. Clear it. Clear it up with God. Get get confirmation. Ask him. You know, he's always available. You know, he's always at the door just knocking, waiting for you to open up. You know, have lunch with him. You know, it's like, hey. Hey, man, how you doing? Can we have some lunch today? Of course. I'll see you later. Okay. You know, make sure you chat. You, you know, not only do, don't check up on him, you know, just, you know, go on a couple, have a little, have, have a couple coffees. Some sandwiches, 
Just go on a date with with, with your father. Literally. Bro. Just go on a date with your father, bro. You might, you might like look, and that's the beauty of it, bro. You might analogies are alone. great. You might look alone. Someone might glance at you and be like, "Oh yeah, that person's definitely alone." But in your eyes, in your heart, you're definitely not alone. You're like, "Oh yeah, I'm you're never I'm, alone." I'm watching by the a way, movie with the Lord. Oh, I'm eating this sandwich with the Lord. Come on, man. I feel like there is a beauty, and people people fail to realize that there is a beauty in Christianity. Mm. We have. I'm telling you, we have adoptionship with God. I don't know any other religion that comforts you when you're mourning. I don't know any religion that says God loves you and that he wants to be with you and that you are his child. And and, and, and basically, in a sense, having a close relationship. I don't know any other, not Hinduism, not Islam, I don't, only Christianity. Dude, think about it, though. Like, like, remember episode one? I mean, yeah, episode two. You're having a relationship with with god like like god bro like like god god you know the the god that made everything like that's a big deal bro like think about that like yo you 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 you, like he knows you like you you talk to him isn't that wild like like you really have to like like bro you know him bro like you, you literally, you literally have a relationship with him. You know, you, you know, we serve him, but yo, he, he, he loves you. We don't just serve him, and he doesn't do anything for us. But he does everything for us. Like, <laughs> what? Honestly, like we, I don't, I don't like, like, bro. You know that story in the Bible where where Jesus ties the little thing around his waist, and he starts washing his disciples' feet. Like, I'm yeah, you, I just read that kid, yesterday, bro. I'm telling you the. Bro, that's crazy for real. I just read that yesterday. Yo. Let, me, let me open my Bible. Let me open my Bible. I swear, I swear, I'm not even trolling. Because I think crazy. I think today I read the the what was this? I today I did the the betrayal. Oh, I didn't realize I actually read that today. I read yeah, whose name was Judas Iscariot went to the chief priest and said, "What will you give me if I deliver him over to you?" That was last night's reading. Mm-hmm. I completely forgot. Like I didn't, I just, I like, I literally just forgot. I, for, I, I completely forgot that I actually read about the betrayal like this last night. That's crazy. See, like I didn't forget, guys. Like, I, like I read it, but like, I, like we're like doing this podcast, so like I kind of like forgot that I read this. Like it just came into mind. Like I get it, bro. Like, it's, like so, like think about that. Like, isn't that crazy? Like, think about that. We just, we just saw it work right now, boys. Like we're talking oh, yeah. about betrayal and, and I just remembered, boom, like, and literally I think in, I'm in Matthew right now. So maybe in Matthew, um, hold on. Actually crazy. Like he actually, bro, think about that, bro. Like Jesus really like washed the feet of his disciples, bro. Like he didn't have to do it, but he did it. Bro, like, like I'm telling like you, Jesus, like, like Jesus, a king, like a king did that, bro. Like I don't know a like I don't know a I don't know what king becomes a slave and and does that. Like he puts himself at such a lower position. Usually, it's the slave that ma- that that washes their masters to eat. But this time, it's it's like it's so crazy. The king washes the slaves' feet. Jesus 
he puts us he puts us on this pedestal so that way we can be seen by God. He raises us up so that way we can we so that way we can be seen by God. And oh my gosh, I'm getting some revelation right now, bro. <laughs> bro. I'm just so happy right now, bro. Like, like I'm telling you, like you get some joy when you finally like con- connect something. Bro. We have that real connection, bro. It's just like, ooh, uh, like you know, bro. Like this is this is a real this is a real God. Like we don't, like, yeah, we talk about it, but yo, you like yo, look at it, do it. It, just do it nike it's great that's crazy it's a lot of fun well you know you know what i mean it's fun but you know you're still gonna suffer you know you're still gonna you know you're still gonna there's the there's there's like we talk about suffering but there's 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 a bright side to christianity there's multiple Next. bright sides but we don't want to teach a a false gospel where everything is just oh my gosh everything's amazing and like everything's awesome, Lego Movie. Yeah, it's not. It's not. You know, everything is awesome, but not in that context. Yeah, you can have fun being a Christian. I mean, you can. It's great. It's fun, but like, it's not like the fun that you guys, you know, would think. Like, yo, it's not a worldly type. Of it's, yeah, exactly. Which is why it's like not appealing to the eye sometimes. It's like, oh, well, you got to do this. You got to do that. Well, yeah, it pays off. It will pay off. In God's timing, gotta trust it. Have patience. Hey, that's the hardest part, though. Trust in it. Patience yeah. is even harder, man. I've been losing my patience. I'm not gonna lie; it's been hard. I've been, I've been taking my eyes off a couple times. I've been focusing on the things you know that I want. Like, hey, like, man, I really, really, really want this. You know, God's just like, wait, we're, we're, you're waiting. You're not ready yet. Why are you trying to rush the process? Trust the process. And, and, and hey, everything's going to be all right. No need, to, no need to speed it up or slow it down. I got it all under control. Oh, yeah. That, and, that, and then once you do that, you know, no reason, no reason to be scared. No reason to be worried. No reason to be anxious. Because no matter what's in your way, God got it under control. You know, <laughs> why worry when you, why, why really try to worry about things when God has everything under control? It's hard. It's easier said than done. Like I literally just did it like, what, like a week ago. Yeah. But when you, when you remember though, when you remember, when you really like, oh, I go, I got to lock in again. I got to trust God. And it's not, it's like, well, how do you do that? Just keep your eyes on him. Don't do anything else. Reference reference the Peter walking on water story again. Oh, that's a good one. That's such a good one, bro. Just just look. Hey, moment you take it off, you drown. <laughs> you drown. You drown in the world, buddy. In the spiritual sense, bro. For you, you keep your eyes on him. Just keep looking. Keep 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 grinding. Keep keep keep. Stay the course, and we say this every single time. But guess what? The message is not going to change. Stay the course. He's got it under control. And we say it every episode just to remind ourselves too. You know, you got to practice what you preach. You know, Chris said something about posting a gospel. It's easy to share it. 
But are you living it out, though? Reference to episode number four. No, three. Sorry. It, like, hey, like we can all share it. We can all share it. We can all, you know, th- there's something I read. I read in the in the Bible the other day. Um, you know, the, the Pharisees. You know, they love to pray out loud outside and wear all the fancy gear, and and it's like, look, I praise Jesus. Look, I lo- or I, I praise God. Sorry. Um, look, like God is my number one. I I love God. God is everything. But like they're you know publicly doing it. What are you doing behind closed doors, dog? Thanks. What are you, what are you doing? What are you doing in your closet? Mm-hmm. You praying in your closet? Or are you changing in your closet? You know, if you know what I mean. If you know what I mean. If you know what I mean. What do you guys know what I mean? Are you praying in your closet or are you changing in your closet? I'm on fire, bro. I ain't gonna I'm lie, I'm spinning some bars right now. Bars. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. Like, we're not I'm listen, we don't you know, we're not persecuting you but it, you got to practice what you preach those pharisees you know money fame status guess what i praise god <laughs> I, I, hey you can you can use all the big words in the book you can you can sound all all smart you sound all sophisticated but if there's if there's no love if there's no meaning behind it then it's worthless you know like you can share a post of, of you know, like uh, uh what it, like uh, the, the the like just the, the the ones that a lot of people uses. We said this before. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You can, but but what are you doing with Becky on the weekends? Ah, it's, that's convicting. That is convicting. What? Or, or what? Are you, or what are you doing with Josh on Saturdays? <laughs> oh, I mean, you can you can have you can have um, uh, Proverbs one through one thousand in there. <laughs> but what are you doing? What do you what are, what are you doing on Fridays when you're out with the boys? Yeah, and you can have Proverbs thirty one. What are you doing on Girls Night? Mm. Listen, I could do this all day. But again, you can't just show it for the world and the behind closed doors. You're nothing like that. I mean, it's like, yeah, you're, you know, it's like, oh, I believe in God. But guess what? (laughs) There's a magnifying glass on you now. You can, you can say that you do, but now people are kind of watching. It's like, I thought they believe in God. Why are they doing that? (laughs) <laughs> don't stop me. Somebody stop me. Actually, somebody stop me before I just, you know, I don't know what's happening. Yo, what? Seriously. On, okay, I want to build up on that. I want to I want to build up. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. We live in a culture today where if you are disloyal to your friends, you suck. <laughs> and we put, we put, we put. <laughs> Putting our friends or the loyalty that we have for our friends on a pedestal. But are you being loyal to God? Are you changing what you believe in? Like, are you seriously changing what you believe in for for the validation of other people? 
Because if that's the case, you are just like the Pharisees. You have a religious spirit. You are what they call a legalistic Christian. Like, like, how are you going to say, oh, yeah, bro, loyal to the boys forever. You know what I'm saying? You got brotherhood tattooed on your back. But you, you are so unfaithful. You are so disloyal to God. I'm talking about God is the one who made the people who, who you got who you got tattooed on your back, the brotherhood tattoo. He made them. You can't make a you can't you can't put a brotherhood tattoo or or son of God in your heart. What? I'm saying we gotta change that, bro. We have to change that. And again, it's not like, you know, we're saying like you know, we're not like come on, man. You you can't you can't go like what's the, we're talking to the people who are fifty percent with God. You yeah, know, you can't have you know we said this before. You can't have one foot in, one foot out. You can't be part of the world, a part of a, a child of God. It's impossible. You just can't. You're gonna you're gonna fall to the world more than you are with God. You know you got you got brotherhood on your back, but your back's turned on God. Whoa! Hey, what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing, bro? What? He's at the door, but you're locking it. I mean, it's it's just it's just come on. Any any image that I can give you to help you out is what I'm gonna do. And and it's like and it's like I see I see this on a, on a day to day basis from stories from people. It's not only that. It's it's like like I love you guys, man. You gotta do better. This is from I'm, the love I, aspect. Yeah, I, I, I'm no I'm no better than you are. I was because I was in that position. I was doing that. I was hey, listen. I was I was a couple years ago. I was posting scripture every day. But guess what? I didn't feel it. I didn't do anything. I, I listen. I felt like it was fake because I really wasn't in it. I was doing it, but I wasn't doing it for the right reasons. That's what that's what makes this feel different. So like when we when I'm speaking when we both speak to you guys, we speak from experience. You know, we we're pretty young, but. You know, we don't know everything. We don't want to know everything either. You know, that's not that's not our job. You know, our job is just to stay focused on God and, you know, follow what he's got. We don't want to do more than we're supposed to. Taught. So. When we speak about the social media, how you act on and off of it. You know, like, you know, like the Pharisees, you know, you you can attract the crowd, but are you attracting the right crowd? <laughs> you know, Bro, what is going on right now with, with, with these posts that people post out there on your stories, you know, you got, you got, you got the hearts on your stories, but <laughs> are, are they, are they, are they the right hearts? Is it coming from the right place? Are you after God's heart? <sighs> Which heart are you after, brother? Are you, are you after God's heart or the heart that's going to leave you disappointed? Or the heart that's going to leave you wanting more? You're going to want more of God. But if you're, you know, if you're going after the wrong hearts, you're just going to want more of the wrong thing. Never going to be satisfied chasing after. He, she.
Chasing after the money. Chasing after the status. That means nothing. It's going to be real. You're going to be disappointed. You're going to be hungry. You're going to be eager for more. You're going to be like, ah, I need this. I need this car. I need this. I need this girl. I need that guy. I need, I need all this stuff. Ah, I need, I can't get enough of it. It's like a drug. You're just going more. And guess what? You're going to still feel empty. It's like you're putting a bandaid on a gunshot. Damn. Your heart yearns for Jesus. You can't just fill it up with people. People, money. Like, you can chase after that. But it's better to chase Jesus. It's not just like, oh, it's just it's just better because we say so. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's better because, you know, you'll be full. A lot of a lot of you guys chase things because you want to feel the sensation of feeling full, validated, loved, cared for, important. God does all that for you. Why? He died for you. He lifts you up, puts you on that pedestal. That's what makes you full. You get the bread of life. That's what fills up your stomach. You don't get the bread from Panera. You're going to be hungry again. Uh, he's going to leave your mouth dry too, buddy. For being real here. You need a Bev. We need to start running to the source. Like, like God is the source. He is our, like, think about it in this sense. Our phones will die. Our laptops will die. But when you put them onto the charger, they have energy to work. Same thing with God. You could like you could sit here and try and put all these chargers into you and try and have people try and fix what you got going on, but it's not compatible. You got to run to the source. God is the charger that 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 gives us this energy to keep going. He gives us the word. He keeps us on one hundred percent. You won't reach ninety nine. You'll stay at hundred. Oh yeah. You you will never die. Oh my gosh, you will never die if you remain in God. You know, have all these chargers like 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 her and her and her. Well, at that point, you got three chargers. One of them's gonna break. Your you battery know? health is on low. Come on, man. It's not gonna charge overnight. Yeah. You ain't got a wireless charger either. So you guys are thinking, what are you, what are you saying with all these analogies? It makes sense when you listen to them. Just, you just got to really look into it. It makes sense. It really does make sense. Some are more straightforward than others. Oh, yeah. Because why, why give you guys something that is, is half? Why give you guys something that that'll just get you, get you to the door? We want something that'll make you open the door. Like you said earlier, you lock in the door and your back's turned on to God. We want you to open the door and let him come into your house. Your house is, you know, your body, that is. Figuratively and literally. Changes everything. 
Um, you know, as for the, you know, th- there's there's definitely a lot of good stuff in here. I'm sorry, I don't even know. I don't even know where to go now because I want to keep going, but I don't even know what else to build off of. But um, <clears throat> it's again, we say this because we love you, bro. We want, hey, listen, we want we want to see everybody up there one day. Just just being honest. If we didn't care for you, we hey, you know, we wouldn't even bother doing this. We wouldn't even bother taking taking any time out of our day to tell this. But no, we got to. Not only do we have to, we we want to help. We want to see people. You know, we don't want we don't want like people with emptiness out here. We want you to be full. We want you to be happy. We want you to know that again, everything does happen for a reason. But it's God's will. You know, don't be mad at him. Be mad at ourselves. We 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 fail every day. We 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 have shortcomings every day. We suffer every day. But are we going to choose God every day? Sorry. I, I, I didn't even know what to say. No, nah, bro, I, was, I, I had to mute. You know, because there was a knock at my door, you know, and I had to, had to open it. Um... No, but we 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 sometimes when we speak when we talk about the the social media and stuff like that, we really want that message to to reach the the right people. You know, it's 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 a matter of we want a better life for you guys. You know, the the more the more you can, the more you try to fill yourself up with this stuff, the more you're going to lose yourself, and we don't want that to happen. I don't want that to happen. We don't we don't want you guys to think that we're we're trying to bash you guys or, or anything like that at all. We just want to care too much to do that. Yeah, we just want to. I I want you guys to realize that it's not us speaking here. Like uh-huh. it sounds like us, and you guys might recognize our voices and all that, but it's definitely not us speaking. I feel as if the Holy Spirit is in our hearts, just giving us the, the the knowledge and the and the the information to speak to you guys giving you guys some type of conviction so that way you guys may want to change your lives and and truly just live your life according to the bible according to Jesus cuz when you endure all this suffering and you are obedient to 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 God he is going to make it worth your while and that while is like a long time, like eternity. Like there's no end of that, bro. Your rewards will be great. You will receive a crown. Like you have to just trust in God. And, you know, we might doubt here and there, but forget our emotions, forget our feelings, because they'll sit here and lie to us. Understand the fact and follow God. And we'll see you in the kingdom, bro. See you. Uh, 
We'll see y'all, man. We want to see you there. Oh, yeah. Um, it's just... Dang, bro. I was going to say something. I really had something really good to build off of what you just said, too. Ah! Oh, well, I think it's time we wrap this up. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode, because I did. <laughs> I sure did. I had, listen, during this entire episode, I had a hammer in my left hand. I'm just going to be right with you guys. Not a gun. I said like a hammer to nail, nails in. Because um, I'm crucifying my flesh. I wish I, I wish I could show you a picture, but I got a hammer in my hand. I don't know why, but I unironically had a hammer and nails right next to me. So, yeah. So, you know, you guys hear this. It speaks to you. Let us know, man. You know, we're we're always open. We're you know, we're not too Hollywood, you know, or, you know, we won't just leave you on yeah, interact with those guys. Um, so yeah, you know, I was about to do a YouTube outro. Make sure you leave like, comment, subscribe. No. Um, Chris, any parting words before I wrap this up for real for for real? Uh I don't got nothing much, but shoot, I love you guys. I even know some of y'all for real, but I love you. And I want you guys to understand the love that god has for you and to have a firm relationship with god uh, a good foundation because when everything else fails god remains oh shoot oh it just came out it just came out the oh dome, bro. Come on. don't put your faith in people put your faith in god Oh, no, I'm kidding. No, I'm not kidding about that part. I'm kidding about the O part. Um, Yeah, come on, guys. Don't, you know, don't put your faith in people that'll disappoint you. Don't put your faith in people at all. Because we fail each other. (laughs) We fail God. What makes you think we won't fail each other? So, that being said, thank you all so much for listening for episode number five, half of ten. This was one of these bangers. This was one of them ones. If you enjoyed, rate the show five stars. Share it with your dogs. Share it with your cats. Share it with your pool. Share it with your mom, dad, sister, brother, cousin, aunt, uncle, second cousin, father-in-law, mother-in-law. No, might as well share it with the whole family. See you in the next episode. Peace.